Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are tuned in to the Foul Weather Podcast the forecast to your next successful hunt. Coming to you from the home office, Jack's Reef, New York. I'm Dr. Mike with the Fall Weather Podcast, and I'm going to detail how we develop our seasonal forecast to predict the coming duck migration season. Remember to follow us for free on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to get your weekly updates each Monday morning to know where and when ducks are migrating. The Foul Weather Podcast is the forecast to your next successful hunt. In this short episode, we are going to briefly detail the science that we use to make our seasonal forecasts, or how we make our forecast about the timing and intensity of duck migration for your coming duck season. Few people deny now that global temperatures are increasing. Those data are pretty strong. This is important because these changes can greatly influence the timing and intensity of duck migration to southern latitudes in the United States. These factors must affect duck hunting success and satisfaction, although I'd say that that research on success and satisfaction based on changes in weather is, you know, it's generally lacking. Some of my own research and some different independent assessments by others have shown that ducks are remaining farther north for longer periods of time during most winters. Okay, so global temperatures are increasing, but our winters continue to still be somewhat variable, albeit a little bit warmer. Some of them are severe that sends ducks south with a lot of cold and snow at northern latitudes, and others are much, much more mild. To predict our winter weather during duck season, it's more than just about local North American weather that matters, though. Weather in distant areas such as Siberia can impact global climate systems and the winter weather we experience in North America in the United States. The location and amount of Arctic sea ice influences global atmospheric pressure systems and snowfall globally. Overall, Arctic sea ice extent has been declining rapidly as the planet warms. But interestingly, this also produces greater potential for substantial snowfall events in the northern hemisphere at very northern latitudes because the available open water and cold is enough to create substantial snowfall events in that region of Siberia. Specifically, open areas in the Barents and Kara Sea in the Arctic can create heavy snowfall in Siberia during October. In general, what happens is that A cold high-pressure system is created over Siberia if snow accumulates rapidly during that period. This in turn affects the polar vortex and potential for cold outbreaks into North America. Okay, so let's clear up what the term polar vortex actually means. Polar vortex actually means cold air in very concentrated circulation around the poles and very little cold outbreaks in southern areas that would cause duck migration. Just think about the swirl of your toilet bowl. It's a nice circle, and that's what the polar vortex typically does 
when it is not in a polar vortex disruption. It stays in this nice circle and the cold air stays very, very north. The media got this one really wrong and they started to state this term polar vortex. What they actually mean is polar vortex disruption, which is created by strong high and low pressure systems, kind of like the one over Siberia when it snows in October. This creates a wobbly jet stream and polar vortex disruption that enables cold air to pour out of the Arctic and into southern latitudes and cause duck migration. So we watch Arctic sea ice trends and snowfall in Siberia very closely to make our seasonal long-term predictions about duck migration. There'll be more to come about that in late October and early November when we'll have a better idea of these conditions across the globe. We also use NOAA, or National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, seasonal outlooks which are heavily linked to El Nino, La Nina, and the Oceanic Nino Index with neutral conditions. During El Nino, or warm Pacific Ocean, and La Nina, a cold Pacific Ocean, we generally get really predictable weather patterns across North America. Of note, the planet's just gotten a lot warmer, and so sometimes the La Nina and El Nino index just don't have that much of an influence as much as we would think, and just equatorial ocean heat kind of overrides any of these other signals. But in general, um, the Oceanic Nino Index, when it's below negative 0.5 for four months running, it's considered a La Nina event or a cooling Pacific Ocean. Or above 0.5 for four months running, it's considered an El Nino event. Between negative 0.5 and 0.5, it's considered an El Nino neutral event. And the Pacific Ocean temperatures have little effect on North American winter weather. So, this year. This year, we look very likely to be in a moderate to strong El Nino. Some folks had forecasted a super El Nino. I don't see that happening at all. And this is probably going to greatly affect our winter weather. On a shorter term, we watch the Arctic Oscillation Index, or AO, which is the difference between Arctic atmospheric pressure and those towards the equator. In the positive phase of the AO, strong westerly winds move air off of the northwest coast of North America and keep that cold air out to sea. In the negative phase, westerly winds weaken and the cold Arctic air reaches farther south in North America and the U.S. gets colder in winter, which could be equivalent to pushing ducks farther south. My own research, along with leading climatologists, has shown that the positive phase of the AO during El Nino and La Nina events creates weather less severe and less likely for duck migration to southern latitudes. Whereas during the negative phase of the AO, duck migration towards our southern friends is more likely. So while El Nino, La Nina, and Arctic sea ice set up situations for predicting winter weather, many modifications exist seasonally. So that's a wrap, folks. There are other global nuances, but that summarizes much of the information that goes into the Foul Weather Podcast seasonal forecast. We produce a seasonal forecast near the beginning of October and again in late October or early November when atmospheric systems are in place that make December and January weather more predictable. Remember to follow us on Spotify, 
or Apple Podcasts to get the weekly updates on migration from the Foul Weather Podcast each Monday morning on your drive to work. May your skies be filled and shoot straight, my friends.